Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day one repetitive minute at a time. I am your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Dave. And joining us today again, we have special guest Jonathan and Tabitha of the Princess Bride Minute. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi. Nice hey. Again. Again. Yeah. This day again. <laughs> again. Again. Oh. Again. <laughs> All right. All right. Don't mess with me, pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about minute 20. All right, minute 20. Phil is just, at this point now, just trying to hold his act together in the dining room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Lancaster? She says, uh, she says she will check on the kitchen when he asks her about deja vu. <laughs> and now, without her, without her really even saying much, without even the, uh, the previous weather joke, he has now changed his chance of departure to 80%. Right. Yeah, so this is... Um... This is sort of the the reflection or the ripple of minute nine slash ten. And I like the little the callback from Mrs. Lancaster. First time through, it was Phil asking if they had espresso or cappuccino. That Mrs. Lancaster pretends not to know what she what he's talking about and oh I'll I'll check in the kitchen. And now it's deja vu. Yeah. Which I, th- you know, the more I think about, it, the more I- I'm sorry to jump in, I on you like that, but I think she's up to something. <laughs> she's okay. Cow- so this is it's, it's Punxsutawney, PA. Okay. They're mi- 90 miles outside of Pittsburgh, but it's not. They're not like this. Isn't he's not like the first European to come upon some ancient tribe in the rainforest of the Amazon or something like. Really, Mrs. Lancaster, you don't know what deja vu is. <laughs> I just, I, I'm not buying it. Maybe she's she's playing him. Yeah, going with our previous theory, maybe, maybe the fact that she says like she'll check in the kitchen again—that's like her little dig into deja vu. You're like she's she's playing it off, but she's still giving him the same joke. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go check in the kitchen. He's like, oh no, you said that. No, stop it. I just think it's weird that she doesn't know what they're can cook in the kitchen because it seems like at bed and breakfast, <laughs> if you're the host, you're doing a lot of the preparing in the kitchen and everything anyway. So, but I don't know. She is maniacally rubbing her hands together, I guess. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to make a case for that. Yeah. yeah for- well, I mean, you, you could say, you know, she's just, she's, you know, she's a people pleaser. She doesn't want to say no, or, or she's just trying to get her hopes up. Oh, what, what is that? What is it you want? Well, I'll go check in the kitchen. <laughs> and, you know, thinking, I know what they have in the kitchen. I know they don't have deja vu in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think what's, what's interesting is he uh, he's asking her with all sincerity. Like he actually now wants to have a, almost, a, almost a serious conversation with her. Like he actually wants to – him and her to kind of stop with the, the, the chit-chat banter. And he almost wants to have this metaphysical – conversation with her like did you ever get this vibe because i'm feeling it right now you know like he actually wants her to kind of like drop the bed and breakfast glamour and actually like just say like you know have her go oh yeah and i i have you know like he almost wants her just to have and you know have a real her doing that have a real conversation instead of oh going to see the groundhog or how's the weather like he asks a real question he's 
Yeah. If you ever had, you ever had this feeling. Yeah. He's making, he's trying to make a real connection for once in yeah. his life. And I feel that when she says that they, when she says I could check in the kitchen for you and he says, no, that's okay. Thank you. It's like the most polite that I've seen him all week. He actually says, no, that's okay. Thank you. In a really yeah. polite way, instead of just like, forget it and storming out the door. You know, yeah. he's he's actually just kind of thrown off his jerky rhythm there for a minute. Yeah, he, you think he would blow her off uh, once, you know, once he's like, oh, she's just an idiot. But he doesn't. <laughs> he He's like literally just trying to, he's, he's like, he's a bag of nerves right now. And he's just like, I just, I just, I just, I just, I just got to get outside right now, and I'll figure it all out later. Yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, yes, please, thank. Because I think he's trying to overcorrect for how violent he got with Porkchop unnecessarily. <laughs> he's, like, right. he's like, I went like ballistic on a guy, <laughs> and I'm not sure if I had a con- like. He's probably thinking like, did I talk with him last night? Yeah. And he was asking me that question last night, and and now he's probably just tra- yeah. He's, so right now he's just like. And he said, when he's having that look, when like the the one waitress, the staff member, she she passes him. The first day, he remembers he gave her a, a look, like a hey. He gave her a wink. Yeah. Now he's like this. Wait, I remember. I looked at her, and he's like he's doing that. He's walking. He's walking the one way toward the coffee, but he's like his head's on a swivel. Like I could, yeah, I did. I I remember I looked at her, and he's like, and he's probably thinking, like, was that last night I looked at her? Was was like he said what? So. Yeah, he's just trying to hold his, his whole yeah. stuff together. Well, I wonder if he's wondering, like, about that bartender. Like, I kind of made the comment about, hey, can you put some, you know, put some booze in it this time? Did he put something more? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something there you go. Yeah. Talking about malevolent spirits. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's still, it's a little odd to think, but maybe he still thinks, like, what if I'm just in this really, like, what do you call it when it's like a, a, a dream and you kind of feel you're cognizant in? What's it called? Is there a... Is there a name oh, for that? There is. I forget what it is at, at the moment, though. Yeah, there's, there's something more than just lucid like waking dreaming? dream. Like lucid dreaming? Yeah. Yeah, I think mm. it's lucid dreaming, or it's like you're cognizant of it, but like you haven't physically woken up, and your brain's active enough where you're like, oh, I'm... Because I, I read a whole blog about that. Like, you can actually pretend to have lucid dreams, actually have fun with it, but it takes like almost a month of you like having to sleep a certain way and wake up a certain way. Need to, so need to have one of those sensory deprivation tanks and everything in order for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're like, you can't like just go, Oh, I'll fall asleep and on. And uh, I'll, I'll pretend I'll have fun in my dream. It's like, no, you're going to, your whole subconscious is going to take over. But that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's, he's like, am I in a lucid dream and playing past memories? And he's just like, I just got to get out of this bed and breakfast. Maybe I can, <laughs> I can get to somewhere safer where I'll finally wake up. That's the vibe I'm getting. Hmm. You know, that or she's, you know, a demon uh, holding him in a, in a, in a pen. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's not the devil. <laughs> sure. She's just a sweet old yeah. lady. Yeah. But I do suspect she's like a fairy godmother. Look at her. She's even wearing like a poofy blue blouse yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of like yeah. that. I want to say, kind of, re- it, it's making me think of. Uh, shout out to to Everlasting Minute, which is I don't think it started yet, but it's coming soon. They'll be covering uh, the movie uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But the guy who hosts that, they played in their little trailer. They played a clip of him talking about the movie, and he thinks Uncle Joe is the devil. 
Oh wow! I don't want to say too much. It, it's because it, he 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 has a very compelling argument, and he says it so well. So I would recommend folks look into that. Um, it's the everlasting minute. But he talks about how uh, one of the things is so this guy, you know, this guy's been bedridden for twenty years. The family's poor. Everyone's just scraping by, and but he can't get out of bed mm-hmm. to help. But suddenly. Charlie gets the golden ticket and he wins this trip and the guy jumps out of bed and he's dancing and he's like, we've got a ticket. We've got a ticket. And it's like, well, no, Charlie's <laughs> got a ticket. You've got bed sores. Like, <laughs> I think he sings it. I think he, no, I think he actually has a verse in the song where he says, I've yeah. got a golden ticket. I'm pretty sure like a verse in that song where he goes, ah, I got a golden ticket. Yeah. So, and, there's, and that's just the start of it. I mean, there's other things that, that Uncle Joe does that you, yeah. When, now that I think about it in, in the right light, like, yeah, that guy's kind of funny. And, and yeah, what you've, you know, what, what you, you, Jonathan and Tabitha, you've really opened your eye, opened my eyes to, uh, to this Mrs. Lancaster character. And, uh, <laughs> no, if she is open your eyes, sheeple. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> there's, there's some there's some old guy in the in the uh, in the town here who's been trying to tell everybody forever. Yeah, he's like, "This Lancaster, <laughs> yeah. really? I've been telling you. I've been trying to tell you about that woman. What goes on in that house? <laughs> now, she if she if she was like a fairy godmother, like so. I'm like in this instance, I'm guessing that she's Phil's fairy godmother." And he's he's, I'm trying to remember. Has he actually stayed at this bed and breakfast before and no. didn't like it? No, he has not. No, I think this is the first time. Oh yeah. no, he was going to go to the hotel, and he's like, "No, I'll go find somewhere else." Well, no, right? yeah, because uh, they, that, uh, yeah, they they pull up to the hotel, the Pennsylvania hotel where um, where Rita and Larry are staying, and he gets out and he's like, "I'm I'm not staying here. I was here last year, and it's awful." And then Rita's like, "You're right. You're not staying here." I booked you at the oh, bed and that's, breakfast. That's right. Okay. So he really he wasn't any choice in any of this. Well, or or did yeah, he? Yeah, so I wonder how long I wonder how long Mrs. <laughs> Lancaster's been waiting for him. Because he was here he's been here before. Are you saying that like so are, are you saying that like Rita was at like her the studio and she's like writing down notes and taking things and like like a like a letter kind of like slipped <laughs> under <laughs> under the yeah, door I will and she it. opens it and it's like the Cherry Street bed and breakfast inn and punks at twenty and she's like Huh. I know who would like this. <laughs> yeah, with a little. And, like, and she's like, and she like sniffs the air, like, yeah, oh, yeah she's it. She opens up the Punxsutawney <laughs> phone book and she's like, look, all right, let me look for hotels. And then a breeze comes through and it blows the pages over to the B and B section. I I love it. It's like a seated hit where it's all this, this old like picture from the 16th. Like the 1800s, like early days, and you see all these like old miners and like prospectors, and you see this like, <laughs> little old lady in an apron in the back just smiling. <laughs> well, then at least the question is: if all are all of these people that are staying there, are they just random people, or if she's the fairy godmother, could they be part of her? They're all just scheme the lesser demons, yeah. For that oh, place. Just, <laughs> oh no, their souls are trapped. They're, they're, they're souls the trapped. people <laughs> who haven't reached enlightenment yet. They're the people that are still on that journey and haven't made the changes that Phil needs to change. So they're they're stuck in the loop with him. So I, I was just so they're going through the same thing Phil is. Then they're repeating. Those people are repeating every day. Also, 
They're just having yeah. different interactions. Yeah. When, when, when Phil, sho- if you notice, when Phil shoved pork chop, he's like, <laughs> "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> well, because yeah, may- well, may- maybe we're misinterpreting it. So I kind of thought first time through that pork chop was just like, you know, oh, I-, I just wish this guy good morning, and and he's attacking me. Maybe the reaction is really like, "Listen, guy, I'm stuck in the loop of my own. I don't have time to deal with with you know your hangups. I'm just trying to get out of this house, you know." And- yeah, Look, <laughs> I have to come up the stairs. I have to ask if you see the ground. Yeah. The line is fake. You just don't know it. Like, listen, I don't want to do it. I have to ask you this question every day. One of the old guys down at the table is go like, downstairs well, and she and she will ask you how you slept. Okay, it all this has happened happen before, and all this will happen again. Been, Groundhog Day is a flat circle. <laughs> So this this is this actually this this is another thing from the original script that I was kind of I wasn't sure where it would fit into the podcast when I would bring it up for the first time but I think I think it'll work I want to kind of get you you folks your take on it uh, Jonathan and Tabitha so in the original script the hook at the end is so Phil makes the changes he needs to make he falls in love with Rita Rita falls in love with him. They wake up, it's February 3rd, and the big twist ending is now Rita is stuck in her loop, and she's reliving February 3rd over and over again. Yeah. What do you think about that? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) That's just too much. Yeah, I agree. One as, yeah. It's it's torture. Then that lady would be the devil. And she she makes Rita go through that after Phil's just been through that. Then I would agree that she's the devil. But otherwise, mm-hmm. she's still just a nice fairy godmother. But yeah, no. But it is weird that he wants to live there after going through all that. But yeah. that's jumping way yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so there is just the, the intersection of other people reliving different portions of their life and doing the same thing. And that maybe, yeah, it's all these other people in yeah. this, uh, this, this B and B that, cause we never see any of these people outside. I'm trying to think of too, like, where would we see them? Even the, the big groundhog ball at the end, we see the piano teacher, you know, we see other people from around the town. We see the, the groundhog guy and whatnot. We don't see, like, we don't see Mrs. Lancaster. She doesn't come to the big party at the end. The guy in the hallway, we only see him in that hallway. Maybe he never leaves that hallway. His thing is he's just yeah. walking through that hallway over and over yeah. again. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, if, what if every time he restarts, he's not in bed, he's at the bottom <laughs> he's of the He's Sisyphus. Stairs. He's just got to walk up those oh. stairs. <laughs> oh, and, and that's oh, – he's yeah. like, oh, that guy, that, that stupid weatherman's <laughs> going to be at the top of these stairs, and I'm going to ask him if he's going to see the groundhog <laughs> over and over <laughs> So yeah, so I think you know for for the viewer, there's to think about like what's oh like what's my Groundhog Day, what's my routine, what's my habit that I can't get out of that I'm doing over and over again, and then what what can I do? What can I do to get out of it? What can I do to to lead a more full, more fulfilled life, the way Phil eventually does? Yeah, that's a, I mean that's that's a good way to you know end the week on that real that real just philosophical question there. 
Now I do, I do want to ask, maybe this is part philosophical also, but uh, so at the end of this minute, Phil <laughs> drops from you know 100% of departure. He's now got a question in his head. So now he's dropped at 20%. Like, is that, if you've ever experienced deja vu or any little familiar flash like that, like, 20%, like he's dropping one fifth of his chances. Does that, that seem a little extreme or? I feel like for the first day, it seems a little extreme. Yeah. It's like he's unsure already if this day is going to happen again. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It is, it is kind of scary. I, I, would, I would like to shoot for, you know, nine, nine, 95, 90. Like just, just a little, just that's, that's all it represents. That's a, it's a sliver in the back of my head. Because right now, he has a left-to-bed breakfast, you know? So I would keep it at 95 90%. And then once I get into town, I realize the entire town. And it's not like I'm in a warm bed and breakfast where the coffee is okay and the air is, like, stale. <laughs> it's like I'm now outside in the elements and everyone is acting and doing the same. Then I could drop it down to 80% and start getting real, real paranoid. But I feel like once I got to get out of this <laughs> right. house. Yeah. Get my coffee, just get out of this house, and I can I take a walk and I'll reset and I'll be fine. And he's just Yeah, and I think maybe some of it oh is boy. just being it's it's weatherman percentages. Yeah. Like it's yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think like, is there ever like a ninety percent sure. chance of rain? Like if they're that sure, then it's kind of a hundred. If it's not a hundred, then it's like eighty. Like they don't you know, and particularly like twenty five years ago, I don't think the yeah. weather they got into like that level of precision. It was kind of, it was a hundred or 80 or 50 or, you know, kind of just big steps. Maybe that's part of it. He's it's his, his weatherman percentages. I don't even think percentages. I feel like percentages weren't really a thing until like you have all like the multiple satellite radars. <laughs> I feel like before yeah. it, it was just like a good chance, a little <laughs> chance, <laughs> you know, I feel like they were just like vague about it. We see some rain. You know, there's a good chance we'll get some rain. Or yeah. hey, you know, it's coming up from the south. Like there's a little chance we're gonna get some rain. All right, I'll get a little, maybe a little snow. You know. I mean, this is a stark contrast to the first time through where he is. He's positive that this snow is gonna push off to the east and hit Altoona. Um, you know, he was he was sure of that, and every everything was kind of a hundred percent. He was a hundred percent guy. You know, even if he didn't necessarily have grounds, maybe he shouldn't have been, but he was. And now, now he's not a hundred percent. Yeah, now he's he's an eighty percent guy. He's starting. The doubts are creeping in. Yeah. He's starting to question himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, so uh, the last thing I have, not on the minute itself, but on on the way they they film these, all these scenes that happen, um, these repeated scenes, they film together. Just to kind of to, to kind of keep things consistent, and you'd have all the same extras and whatever. So, like all these scenes with Mrs. Lancaster in this main area where Phil's getting coffee, they just like one day or a couple days they filmed them all in a row, just so things would be would be consistent. And they remembered what they did one take to another. Yeah, and I'm just really impressed how people can keep saying the same things in the same tones you know and the the same way over again to just kind of be repetitive and it almost seemed like it's like a cut from another scene you know to to be able to do that is impressive to me to remember how they said it but i guess that's why they're the professionals 
Yeah, I think there's only one, probably one shot I can think of right now, and maybe it could be in later in the movie, but the one scene where she's bringing the pitcher of uh, juice or uh, or sangria or whatever it is, um, or punch or something, but she's bringing it, uh, she's passing the, t- the room, and she puts the pitcher on, on the table, and then mm-hmm. Phil comes in. I think that's the only time I've ever seen that shot once in this movie. I don't... I think the rest of the film is done by his pers- just him coming into the dining room. I don't think we see mm-hmm. her enter the dining room. I think we only see him now. Dining room, she's already standing by the coffee machine. Yeah, it's probably in- in- mm-hmm. interesting as like an actor that kind of almost like an exercise to say, are you are you know are you just acting within yourself or are you reacting to the other person? Your character is the same. Your lines are the same. You're in the same place, but the other person in the scene, they're doing something different. So you kind of have to incorporate that into what you are doing as an actor. It's impressive. Yeah. Well, I I think Mm -hmm. it it works very well. Until I started doing this minute by minute for the podcast, I didn't get into the level of the cars driving down the street and the extras in the background and, and all that sort of stuff. But these characters... And the actors that portray them, that we interact with, the Mrs. Lancaster, um, the Ned, and, and other folks like that, we see those performances. And yeah, those those have to work for the movie to work. And and I I obviously I feel it does. Yeah, there's only there's a few times I was uh, earlier today I was going through some more summaries, and I did see a few, and I'll bring it up next week. But I saw a few um, uh, people continuity where it's like they're walking somewhere, and then we change angles, but I don't. But the timeline is still the same where, like, the person, you know, we should see those people walking in that direction but from a different angle, but they're not there. That's There's a few times I've seen that little continuity uh, problem. I think that's the nice thing when you're actually watching the movie. You don't think about it. You just remember the scene. Hmm. And maybe you remember it coming across, you know, when it's broken up. I'm sure there's some theories out there, though, about how that fits into the universe and, you know, people falling through the cracks or something. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Who knows what Mrs. Lancaster is doing with them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this minute is making me start to see her as evil. <laughs> what is her as evil? I, I, I admit, I still like to think of her as just, you know, she's not aware of what's going on. But this minute, if you think about it, this all the questions that she has for him and she kind of leads him. And I don't know. She's even at the very end of this minute, she's just like, Hmm. So what are your chances for departure today? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's all in how it's all the, the intonation yeah. of how you phrase that question. Like, oh. Yeah. She knows exactly what deja vu is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's cooking it up in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, she gives it to him in his coffee. <laughs> Does he ever not drink the coffee? Well, it's already happened at six o'clock, though. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll definitely bring it up when we get to those those minutes in the future. Yeah, there is. I think it may even be the next day. It's the, maybe the third day, but there's definitely a day where he oh, just yeah. runs. Yep. Oh, that's right. Like, runs right through this lobby and makes a beeline for the door, and yeah, it doesn't even stop for coffee. So it couldn't even be the coffee from the day before that did it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say before we're done for this week that I still like it in the movie that they don't explain it at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. That's yeah. a good mixture to have. And just a little tidbit, if I can just share it quick, because I Googled deja vu, is that um, deja vu is that feeling of familiarity, but. It's actually deja vu is the feeling of already um, that you already lived through something. So Phil would be having deja vu. Oh, 
That's just my little nerd I did note. Not know that. Yeah. I didn't either. Thank you, Google. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Tabitha. <laughs> so yeah, no, um I feel like I think we're right. We're we're good with the minute. Is that where we're good with the week? I, I yeah, I think I, that's yeah. that's all the notes I had. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, we want to thank everyone for joining us, both uh, our uh, our listeners and our guests, John and Tabitha. And let's 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 get those plugs in. Tell us where can we hear more of you? Uh, well, you've already listened to all of the Princess Bride minute by now, so you know just gear up for <laughs> UHF sixty second. And I'm I'm really hoping that by the time this airs, that we've got something. Uh, I know we've we've got some things recorded already, like teasers and stuff like that. So. So hopefully there's a good place to find it, uh, uhf60second.com. We do have a Facebook group. It's called uh, Town Talk with UHF 62nd. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to have some some fun things. Cool. Very cool. I, I think they're fun. We're having fun doing That's it. That's the most important part. Most important right. part is have fun. Absolutely. Well, uh, and, every, and, and listeners, you can have fun with us online at groundhogminute.com. And join the conversation about Miss Lancaster's demonic possession <laughs> over at uh, uh, Gobbler's Knob. That's the Groundhog Minute listeners group. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Groundhog Minute. And uh, if you got any crazy more theories to throw at us, oh, email us at groundhogminute at gmail.com. Throw, throw all the crazy theories at us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep them coming. So so that's it for us for, uh, for this week. Thank you for listening. And we will see you tomorrow if there is one. Did you ever have uh, deja vu? Didn't you just ask me that? Drink a great big <laughs> cup of deja vu. <laughs> big cup of deja vu. <laughs>